My aim today is to present you with the knowledge you truly need to understand where the money for most of the offsets that you pay is actually going. I will first present you with the benefits of offsetting and then I'll explain the reasons why the money you may currently be investing in offsets may not be quite reversing climate change. Hiya, and welcome to the first episode of Eco Controversies. I'm your host, Nicole, and founder of Sustain a Budget, where I give advice on how you can be sustainable even when you are broke AF. But on this podcast series, I talk about some controversial aspects of sustainability that no one else admits. Enjoy! So let's get started. Firstly, what are the benefits of offsetting? If done correctly, it is a good way of removing your eco-guilt. Okay, so two flights to go and return per year for the most people are mostly inevitable. Even for you eco-enthusiasts out there, right? You want to leave the country that you see 365 days a year and maybe you need warm temperatures to flow into your bones or perhaps you want to visit your international family or maybe you want to help build houses in Africa for orphan kids. Or maybe you just want to enjoy your vacay. So anyway, offsets are great because they allow you to feel better about enjoying your well-earned vacay without feeling guilty of the fact that you might have contributed even more to climate change. Additionally, offsets are relatively cheap. This allows a lot of people to be able to afford it. When this is the case, Everyone can be absolved from guilt, not just the super rich with a crap ton of money. Offsets also fund the growth of not only forests, which also increase biodiversity, but also projects that allow us to get closer and closer to achieving a sustainable future. Now, although this may seem great, offsetting... Oh, my voice. (laughs) Okay, we're back. Although this may seem great, offsetting does have some problems, which mainly stem from the lack of clarity and information available to the customers. The first problem is that for airline companies, offsetting is purely a money-making scheme. I went onto the Ryanair site and looked at the price to offset a two-hour flight, £5. Then I tested it out again and checked the price for offsetting a 12-hour flight, still £5. At this point, I asked myself, how is this possible? I had done some research before on a true Carbon National Geographic approved offsetting calculator, and it turns out that a 12-hour flight to Tokyo, Japan, for example, from London, released 1.89 tonnes of carbon dioxide, which is 17 pounds to offset. And a two-hour flight to Milan, Italy, from London, released 0.21 tonnes of carbon dioxide, which cost £1.90 to offset. My point? The average flight lasts 1.8 hours, which only costs £1.71 to offset. So paying £5 to your air flight company to offset is not only a greenwashing initiative by the company, but also a total rip-off. They take advantage of the fact that there is a climate crisis to make an extra £3.29. Greenwashing, by the way, is when the company makes claims to be eco-friendly in some way when they probably aren't. 
So now you're probably thinking, okay, fine, for a short flight then, I'll use a legit company, so I only have to actually pay for the amount it would take to offset, which is £1.70. But what about when I have a long flight? Paying £5 is way better than paying £17. I get the struggle and temptation, trust me, but I'm sorry to break it to you, but if they're charging you £12 less, then something's just wrong. Just a note, by the way, Ryanair isn't the only one who does this. Which brings me to point number two. The second problem with offsets is that most offsets lack clarity and legitimacy. Since we've already established that airline companies' offsets are usually just a money-making scheme, now it's time to talk about the lack of clarity in the offsetting sites. What people commonly associate with offsetting is the planting of trees, which will eventually remove enough carbon dioxide from the air to have erased your carbon footprint. Did you know, though, there are also other ways that your offsetting money is being spent. It can be used to fund the creation of more renewable energy resources, such as solar panels, wind and water turbines, biogas, fuel, etc. With the intention that any carbon dioxide that I contributed to would be cancelled out because I would have eventually participated in saving more greenhouse gases than I created myself by taking a flight. Sometimes though, offset sites use your money to fund other initiatives such as clean drinking water and rebuilding homes in Africa and Asia, which, don't get me wrong, are fantastic projects to support, but they don't erase your carbon footprint from the air. In other words, they don't do what they were paid to do. The third problem with offsetting is something called additionality. It's quite difficult to explanish, oh, sorry, <laughs> explain, um, but I'll try my best. What this means is that if a company gives you offset money to create a project that was already happening, regardless of whether or not your money had been passed on, then it is not considered to be additional. If you want, you can replay that to like actually re-listen to what I said, so it might make more sense. But here is an example. If it's additional, it means the project is taking place just to remove your carbon footprint, not everyone else's or not a project that had already been funded and that was already in action. So I'll give you a concrete example. Say Offset Company X uses your money to help co-fund solar panels in Kenya that already had full monetary support by the Kenyan government and had already started being built. Regardless of whether or not your money had been used, the project would have taken place. Therefore, your offset did not offset because it did not lower the carbon dioxide that you produced. The next issue is that often the initiatives aren't monitored and regulated properly. There are no follow-ups after the trees have been planted. Often they are abandoned and the money that was supposed to be used to take care of the trees for the next 40 years hasn't been distributed evenly. One example of this was when Coldplay, the band, had the great intentions of carbon offsetting the cost to produce their album. However, the company they paid then paid another unreliable company to plant the trees. After they planted the trees, the rights of the planters were violated as the money didn't get distributed to them. So in the end, the trees were abandoned and didn't grow. Not only was this a huge waste of Coldplay's money, 
I should mention, by no fault of their own, because they had great intentions that the company they trusted just didn't follow up on. But it was also hugely disrespectful to the planters employed who didn't get paid for their services. What more? With climate change increasing average global temperatures, making certain areas more prone to droughts, we have seen more wildfires in places like Brazil and Australia, meaning the carbon dioxide that was trapped inside the trunk of the tree has been released into the atmosphere again, as well as the crazy amount of smoke that is a consequence of such large fires. Therefore, although trees are great and we shouldn't stop planting them, they cannot be the only solution. There have also been some projects, such as one in Chile, where the American government paid them a certain amount to offset some American emissions and increase their biodiversity. However, with the Chile government not having much money available to spend, they decided to plant trees which bore fruits to be sold or eaten by the locals. This did not increase their biodiversity, but technically they don't do anything wrong because they did use the money to plant trees. An EU study has also found that about 85% of offsets have failed to reduce emissions. Conventional carbon offsetting also supports carbon colonialism. This means the problem is shifted to be dealt with somebody else whose responsibility it is not. And usually this is not voluntary. It's a bit like how the West sends its bags of trash to China, India, Thailand, Bali, etc. to deal with. Carbon colonialism shows the power of the West and allows them to continue contributing to greenhouse emissions because they know a different country somewhere will be taking care of their mess for them. One time, the Norwegian company Green Resources wanted to plant tropical rainforest trees because they remove a crazy amount of greenhouse gases. But the land they wanted to plant the trees on belonged to the native Ugandan people when these people obviously didn't comply to being displaced from their homes and to abandon their ancestral lands, they were, and this is a direct quote from Vice, full article linked below, number seven. The Norwegian company started destroying their homes to clear land for new forestry plantations, arresting local inhabitants for trespassing onto company license areas, confiscating animals straying into those areas, planting trees on designated community land whose boundaries are disputed between locals and company employees and forcing villagers to relocate grazing and agriculture in ecologically sensitive areas. A similar thing also happened in Sengwa, Kenya, and it is a huge violation and mistreatment of human rights. Arguably, the biggest problem with offsetting, though, is that it blankets the problem and sweeps under the rug the fact that there are any flaws with the current system. The fact that air travel companies are advertising themselves as being able to fix your sins is BS. If air travel companies didn't have offsets, there'd be a lot more pressure on them by the people in government to start building fully electric or solar panel planes, etc. But instead, it delays the problem and it also delays the change. Okay, so now, although this episode sounded very focused on the negatives of offsetting and planting forests, I want to say that we should not stop planting trees and investing in offsets. 
I just wanted you to be mindful of where you are actually buying your offset from and what the money is contributing to. The only thing to be mindful of is to ensure you are investing in legit offsets such as Cool Effect, which will be the first link in the description below. Also, if you made it this far, please don't forget to follow me on Instagram and Pinterest at sustainabudget and subscribe down below to be updated whenever I launch the next episode. Happy offsetting! XOXO McCall with Sustainable Budget. Have a nice day.